Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Boots and Backstraps podcast. Brought to you by Homes by Shane and produced by Danny Geo Productions. Come on now. Honey's on looking for backstraps way deep in the woods. Tracking in a swamp to a hayfield under the harvest moon. When the tags are filled, it's time to switch up our boots. Head down to the honky tonk, get us a swing dance or two. We're talking about boots and backstraps. Hey everybody, this is a show where we talk all things hunting and country music. From the classics through today. From big bucks to bull elk. We've got it all. Well folks, welcome to another episode of Boots and Backstraps. I am your host Shane Michael and I'm joined in studios always by my well-dressed Mr. Tom Cat. How are you, sir? Come on now. Come on now. wonderful. Got my twins gear on. Yeah. Just watched a couple of twins openers and uh, they have an amazing, amazing team this year. They do indeed. So uh, we're looking forward to watching some baseball this year and the Minnesota Wild, they're doing well, except for last night. They got smoked by the St. Louis Blues. I don't know what the deal is. The Capo Kakinen, their younger goaltender, had a really great start to the season, and lately he's uh, he's been struggle bus. Yeah. So They're still going to be a fun and exciting. They I are. think they're going to make the playoffs. and For sure they are. They're going to contend. They're like number three in the division, and they have a pretty good margin on the number four team. So yeah. they'd have to basically go right in the toilet well, to not make the Before last night's game, I think we're – no – yeah, we're number three. You're right. Yeah. It was uh, the Avalanche, Las Vegas, and then us. And they yeah. they would just about, like I said, have to go right in the tank for the rest of the year to not yeah, make the they're playoffs. Gonna, they're not going to. They've got some. <laughs> I love our new coach. Yeah. Agreed. I love the uh, new, new coach, coach and the new the GM. World. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to. If I, I, they, have to, they have to win a Stanley Cup before I die. <laughs> Last time they were uh, the Minnesota North Stars were playing in May um for against Pittsburgh. I was in Canada bear hunting, spring bear hunting. Oh boy. And boy, we had this little radio and we were trying to find it and on the way home we caught the last game and we got our butts kicked and so I'm like, "All right. Next deal." 1991. <laughs> 1991, yeah. And when did uh, Norm Green move them? Was it 90 90- Four What was that? I think it was nineteen ninety three, but I can check. Yeah, check it out. All right. Well, TK, I know you, you have said several times now in our sort of intros and that kind of thing that we're gonna have colorful personalities on the episodes. And so far we've been true to the course. We have we've had some very <laughs> very colorful uh uh guests on our show and uh none more colorful than my old friend Bill Robinson. Robinson Laboratories, the creator of Scent Shield, which is commonplace all over the world now that for hunters uh, who want to try and trick the nose of a game animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's introduce Bill. Bill, it's great to have you here. Welcome in. Boy, do I feel honored to be here in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> We're honored to have you. Oh, we are. Well, anyways, yes, uh, thank you. Yeah. Bill used to be at all the shows, you know, all the sports shows. And I think, Bill, you, uh, I, I remember seeing you quite a bit at the Deer Classic at the Hippodrome in St. Paul. But I know you, you went all over. You went out to Pittsburgh. And why don't you tell us a little bit about that in the early stages of Central? 
Well, the, the, the early stages of, of Sunshell, we had a, a new concept. At, at, the, at that time, there, there were two main sets. There were both cover-ups. There were, were, were Fox and Skunk Urine. Right, and, right. And both of them were, were, were cover-ups. I came along with a product that didn't have any smell whatsoever. And, and that is uh, the main focus of, of the product. You know, Bill, I, I, I should back up a little bit and tell Shane and our listeners, the first time I ever met you, you may not remember, but I remember it. You showed up at our mutual friends club, the Calhoun Beach Club in Minneapolis, and you had a product and you were trying to market it into uh, locker rooms, uh, workout facilities, and yes. the Calhoun Beach Club certainly had a state-of-the-art, beautiful uh, yep. athletic facility. And uh, you uh, presented this product to Bob McKay. Yes. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I remember you had something that... What was the purpose for the product there with Bob? Well, you spray it in the lockers. Oh. You yep. know, you got your gym clothes in there, and I think Bill was carrying around with him in a baggie uh, a piece of cloth that had a pretty foul odor, <laughs> and then you'd pull it out, you'd smell it, you'd almost gag, and then you'd spray it with uh, the mm-hmm. scent shield product, and it was gone. And I'm going to let you tell the story, Bill, because I only know bits and pieces of it, but I remember you were at that stage trying to market this product to athletic facilities, and then I know that you met our good friend Bruce Hadella, uh, and for those of you that are listening, Bruce is in the United States. He's like the biggest guy in marketing different outdoor products. And I think you guys were having an adult beverage and a lounge at an airport. And Bruce said, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Bruce, but you know, hunters would love this product because you explained how it worked to them. And is that, or is that not? Well, let's start with the, let's start with Bob McKay and then we'll go to Bruce. All right. Well, I, I had had a product that I felt deep in my heart that that, that the chemistry is right, that this thing really worked. Yeah. I believe that with all with all my heart. But but the, but the point is, where would be the market for it? Yeah. Not like uh, like spraying inside your shoes. Yeah, whatever. And I, and I went there and you spray in the locker rooms. And yeah, you know. Oh yeah, we could. But uh, whatever. So as I looked at, at the whole waterfront of perhaps uh, people that might be interested in the product of this type in the first place, I was, doesn't take all, be all that smart, but anyways, hunting it, it, it was a big thing. Yeah. Be, because when you mention this to hunters, oh, yeah, yeah, but you mention hunters, boom. God bless every hunter. They have the hunting gene. <laughs> They're, they don't like to, they're, they're passionate about their sport. Yes. One guy gets a deer, they tell the other one, and, and they tell stories and this and that. Next thing I said, uh-oh, boy, we have something. Yeah. So I was in there and presented to a lot of people, and they had, yeah. yeah. And that's one thing about being an entrepreneur. Uh, you, 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 you don't understand the word no. You can't. Yeah, you, you, you know, uh, I just for me, it was like spinning at a battleship. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I could tell you a little. Yeah, I'll tell it to you. Yeah, tell us a there, story. There, there, there's, there's three reasons. You know, you're up against a guy and you're not getting anywhere with him. You know, 
You know the darn guy, he's not going to buy it. So you kind of sense that. So you say, instead of wasting more of your time verbalizing about the product, you'll say, there's three reasons why you won't buy this product. Either you don't have any money, or your credit isn't any good, or you're so damn dumb you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course, he's going to walk away, but you feel good about it. But, that, but the big thing is... It could that, be a combination of the three, right? You, you know, the, the big thing is you, you, you don't accept that. So here I was with, with, at a show, you know, with Bruce, and it was Houston, Texas. It was the shot show, the yeah. biggest show of all. You bet. And, and uh, at that time... I think it was about in 1981, summers in that vicinity. And I was there in my booth, and, uh, and uh, well, I'll show you what, 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 uh, what the big thing that I thought that could sell the product. I had a little strip of cardboard, and I put a drop of human perspiration on it. And it was just like uh, giving up communion in, in the Catholic Church. All the guys with their noses go like this, you know, <laughs> and and they all all agreed. Yeah, it smells, you know. And then I came along with Sunchild, and boom, I wiped it out. No smell whatsoever. That was my demonstration. That is what sold 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 the product. So I'm in there putting this, shoving in all kinds of people's noses and all that sort of thing, and then whatever. And uh, most of the reaction, uh, well. They're used to smelling something like skunk or something like this, and, and <laughs> they, they didn't smell anything. So it was a brand new you know, concept and everything. So at the end of three days, and even then the shot show, it took it three days to go through it. At the end of three days, guess how many bottles I sold? None. Wow. So I wasn't feeling all that good one evening, you know. And you know it was a waste of time. But I'm telling you. I believe that it worked. In fact, I was the only guy in the whole place that did. But anyways, and this is the first like scent masking yeah. type of a product on the market. So no, the, the, the masking is a misnomer. We're not masking, not covering up. Okay, we're actually eliminating. I, I'll get to the chemistry in a second. So it's the first scent elimination yeah. type product on the market. So you're the first guy through the wall. Yeah, I, the first I, I, guy I, always gets bloody. <laughs> and, and and I was at a bar and. Uh, and, and there were some other guys uh, sitting uh, in, in, uh, on a long table, and and uh, a guy says, "Hey, you!" and turned around. And, Are you talking to me? Yeah, come on over here. You you, you look like you could use a friend. Really could have. <laughs> so, anyways, I went over. It was Bruce Hadella and yeah. his and his people, and he says, uh, "Well." Uh, are, why are you here? He says, oh, I have a sh uh, product called Scent Shield and, and whatever. Oh, I, 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 well, what is it? So I told him about the product, and, 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 and Bruce said this, and, and the rest of the guys that were with him said that if this product is half as good as you claim that it is, you really got a home run. And, and ever since that time, the product took off because I had the right reps. I had the right people that believed in, in, in the product, and, and I had a demonstration. And, and that, that's how the, the, the product was introduced. And believe me, uh, I had to go to – God, I see I went to a lot of shows. Yeah, you did. With, I mean, I didn't miss one because that's how the word got, got, got around. 
Yeah, uh, I remember seeing you at a lot of shows. Yeah, I, 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 I did, and I liked it. I, I, well, you're, I, you're I, one of the greatest people persons I've ever met. I mean, you can't spend five minutes with you and not absolutely uh, think you're the greatest guy to talk to in the world. Oh, and I mean that sincerely. I mean, I know a lot of people, and really, you are so fun. <laughs> well, you're, you are so fun. You're uh, if uh, if I didn't know better, I'd swear you were uh, an Irish leprechaun. <laughs> What is Robinson? I'm Prussian. 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 Mm-hmm. Lynn and I were trying to determine that. But you fit, well, we met the other night uh, in Wyzetta at an Irish pub, and you fit right in there. But I oh, think, I, I don't, well, God, I, I, you I drink, hope I'm not blessed. you just drink but, beer but, and swear and you fit in in an Irish pub. But <laughs> there's a lot of people that won't agree with you. But anyways, thank you. And I, oh, I think you fit I, in I, anywhere. I, I, I appreciate this a lot. So from that conversation, you made the decision to shift out of sports shows and hunting and go to hunting specific stuff. Yeah. Hey, forget about the, 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 the gun hunters, bull hunters. Seems like the bull hunters. Right. I, I'm not a hunter myself. I, I don't have the hunting gene. Sure. But boy, do I appreciate the guys that do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not bullshitters. They love their sport. Yes. And, and I mean it, unfortunately, I, I don't. Well, your invention has helped countless thousands and thousands of people, especially archers, get closer to yeah. the quarry uh, because it does work. I mean, anyone can do what you just did, take something... And, and I know you're going to get into the uh, science of it. Uh, odors are a gas, and this eliminates gas. And I'll let you Some people's it. gas is very odorous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, but, you know, uh, you've and, helped and, and, thousands of people. And uh, you have to you appreciate the animal that, 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 that you're, you're, you're trying to, to make sure he doesn't smell you. Right. I always equate this, I think it was simply, if there's a bowl of soup out here, humans can smell that it's soup. Mm-hmm. A deer and other animals can smell the ingredients that you put in the soup. You bet. Yeah, the you bet. carrots and everything else. And that's, 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 a, bit, that's a big difference. Yeah. And never underestimate their nose. Right. Oh, my God. You... That's why they make wind checkers. Oh, because yeah. you got to play it, the it's, wind. It's amazing. You can fool yeah. their eyes twice. How does that expression go? You can fool their ears once. You can fool their eyes. No, you can fool their eyes once. You can fool their ears twice, but you can never fool never, their nose. Never, never smell those. And, and and I observed this a couple of times. Uh, they, they the guys uh, took me out uh, bow hunting, and he put me up a tree and, and everything else. <laughs> and I seen this. You know, you, you you take a branch and that sort of thing, and you you touch it. I seen a doe with a little fawn, and and for some reason or other, that that fawn smelt that branch that was right right uh, across the trail, and it smelled it smelled, and all of a sudden, it smelled where I touched it, and his head jerked back. Yep. Oh, Does God. that say something? That's amazing. Oh yeah, I've seen him smell blades of grass. Yep, that you've touched, and and you touched. Oh yeah, like the oils from your skin. Yep, from from the oils, and you think that you just washed your hands and everything else. It's that's amazing. It's it, it's it's uh it, it's it's been uh, 
uh, it's beyond spooky. It, 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 it's, it, but that's the way they, that's their genes and that's the way they are. And uh, just, just appreciate that. So how does the chemistry work then for the product? Well, here's what we did. We, we identified the molecular structure of the older molecule, human scent. Forget about the rest of them. Human scent is the big, big thing. Right, right. Yep, yep. And when you do that, you have, you know, the, the molecular structure. And, and where you have the double bonds, that is where the weakest point that you can attack this older molecule. You replace it with a higher molecular product that doesn't have a smell. Concept pretty simple. So if you don't have a gas, and this turns it into a solid for all practical purposes, turns it into a solid, and you won't have a scent. And it's a permanent chemical reaction. When you think about it, that's pretty neat. That is very it's, cool. It's a permanent, so you don't have to re It's, it's, yeah. it's whatever. But yeah. the point is, it, it's a one-on-one confrontation. By that I mean that that, that essential spray has to come in contact with the odor molecule for it to work. Yes. Now, if you're smelling here and you spray over here, so again, I went hunting with these guys and uh, whatever, and they're using essential. Uh, of course, they use essential. I gave them nothing. So, <laughs> so they go soup, 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 soup. Jesus, I said, no, you, 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 I mean, you don't have to dunk yourself in, but make sure you have a pretty good even yeah, flow. Yeah, you got to cover yourself. And pay attention to where your, your primary sweat glands are. Yeah. You know, underneath the arm and your forehead, whatever. And if you do all this thing, you have a pretty darn good chance of being successful. Yeah, you absolutely. And, well, I've seen it work firsthand myself, you know. I've been using your product ever since I met you, and uh, that was in the 70s when I first met you. And What year did it first come out on the market, Bill? In, in 85. In 85? Yeah, that's, that's, that's when, when I met Bruce, and then we just took it over there. And Yeah, so let's, let's take that Bruce conversation. He says, you got a home run here. What happens after that? Then, then I went to more shows. I, would, I booked to more shows and whatever, and... Uh, uh, and slowly and surely, word got around. So I was making it down to my basement, and I had monks living up. It was a 15th and Lake Street. And, and, and in Minneapolis, it, it, it's not what you call a plush area, but, but that's all I could afford, you know? And, and, but I was having fun. I, I mean, my, my anyways, I had the monks living upstairs. I don't know how many are up there. Anyways, and they went down there, and, and they, they helped, and I gave them so much per, per bottle. And, and, and then, then I sold it, and then I had to, to, I could carry six boxes at a time, went up the stairs and filled up the trucks. And we're doing pretty nicely. Gee whiz, I was good doing it. All of a sudden, it hit. And, and actually, there were fights. They lined up for the product. They lined up. I believe at it. the show they lined up and and there were fights and and, and this and that. next thing and all of I'll never forget this a guy I think it was South Carolina calling me up he says Bill I I want some of it well you know first how many of you want send me a pallet well I don't know what the hell a pallet is you know <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but, but 
boy, that, that, that's how, how, how it came. Wow. So then at that point, you got to line up a manufacturer because you can't keep making it in your yeah, basement, yeah. right? Yeah, then, 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 then I had, and even bought some machinery and everything else. And, and then we went to one place right after another and, 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 and whatever. And to uh, be brutally frank, uh, God had his thumbprint all over, my, over me and, and my business. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He has he, his he thumbprint did. on everything. You know, and, that, and I, that's what I believe, but... but that uh, yeah, whatever, and the main thing is, I had fun doing it. <laughs> God, it was just seeing your buddies. I don't know if you sold any or what. We had fun. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we use it religiously, and since uh, Essential came out, and you were the original, what was the one bill that came out shortly after you was out of Michigan? And I, um, it's sent, oh, oh yeah, was it sent blocker? Or? Yeah, that, well, they're they're right here. At, yeah, the the Bergeson people, they're right here in town. But there yeah. was one specific one. They had a, you know, everyone came out with the charcoal lace. Yeah, yeah, well, that was a charcoal thing. And we went to the charcoal clothing. Right. It, it, in fact, we we were one of the bigger uh, uh, clothing uh, people in, in business. Geez, at one time I couldn't believe it. It was in excess of thirty million a year. Bill, I've wow. got some of that charcoal clothing hanging yeah. right on my rack right there. Yeah, we we, we really did. And when, when clothing and all, all, all that sort of stuff. You know, you had to throw them in the dryer and get it hot to activate yeah. the charcoal that was woven into it. And, uh, well, there's since you, uh, since you started it, there's been uh, a variety well, of did. brands. Yeah. There's a variety of brands. Uh, how did that work, Bill? How did uh, so many people come to? Well, uh, you, you know, I, 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 what, what do I know? I, I, starvation is, is, and poverty is, is a pretty good motivator to, to, to think of things and whatever. Mm-hmm. And and and, uh, and and I I I I've hired a a, a patent attorney uh, that didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> that product should have been patented. We we went to the patent office and 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 uh, they say that uh, we were refused, and um, and 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 I, I I know now that's when you first begin to fight. Mm. They refuse it. And there's reasons for it, so you dance around their their, their objections, and they come come up and 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 uh, you tr- tr- try to to try to get to a point where they wouldn't refuse it. Right, right. So, I've heard that. I've heard that about a lot of different yeah. products. And, and, they're going to refuse and, you like a half a dozen times. So, so anyways, I I didn't know, and and and, uh, and so so I let it go. And I don't know how many uh, duplications there are of this. Of this. Well, that's or, kind of a little bit sad, but you know it is what it is. So none of these new ones that come out. Uh, and there's a variety of them. None of them had to pay a royalty to. No, no, it was some patents. They, okay. they they just they could do anything you want. That's tragic to have you come up with something like that. Oh, but but I made off. money and I had all the fun. And gosh, uh, I'm I'm a rich guy. Well, Are you still making money on it? No, I I, I sold it and uh, and, okay. and I I've yeah I did it. And, and how long ago did you sell the the rights and company and all that? What it was, it was about 14 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So you had a lot of time. Uh, yeah. It was a great product. You had a lot of great. I know you were touring around. Your sidekick was uh, Miles Keller. Oh, yeah. And I know that some of our listeners 
probably remember who he was. He was right up there with Chuck Adams as one of the greatest. Uh, oh, yeah. Child. He was, uh, oh, man, he had amazing stories. and uh, He didn't seem to really like the social thing. Uh, no. The social aspect of it. And he's more of a quiet guy and. Like uh, he didn't like being in the spotlight too much, I don't think. But you spent a fair amount of time with him. Oh, I did. Do you know? And I asked Mile, "What did I? How in the hell you can't go up in the tree and keep him from going nuts? Because <laughs> the, the deer don't show up every five minutes. Sometimes you don't see a deer for weeks, you know, yeah, or, right. or don't see anything." He 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 looked up at at at, at uh, uh, the clouds and he and, and he could picture faces in, in the clouds. He could see a squirrel and 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 imagine the things that would a squirrel done. In other words, he really appreciated uh, nature, right? More so than any. And he could look at these things and kept himself entertained. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of countries can relate to that. I know I can. Watching the birds, and yeah. watching the Actually, I can't tell you how many times while rifle hunting, yep. I've had a uh, little chickadee land on the barrel of my gun. Um, I did have a little chickadee land on the stabilizer of my bow once. And just watching yeah. the squirrels and what other animals you see, it's fun. And it's something, you know, you know it might sound like a simple pleasure, but you ain't going to see that downtown Minneapolis. No. Or just out on the streets, you know, it's, you, being one with nature is really, really a cool thing. I'd like to ask Killer Kyle if he can find uh, any old pictures of uh, Bill and uh, Miles Keller. Miles Keller was quite the celebrity for quite a while there. Oh, he he was. To be able to find he, something he, he on was, him. And, and he could do. Th- he, he he was. What a nice. He calls me every now and then. Does he? Oh yeah yeah and and. Uh, I, I I really feel humbled. He says, "Bill, you gave me a chance where other people didn't, and and, and we, we we paid him a little money at the time, and I was always after him to write a book, and he wouldn't do, do it. He he just wasn't he he just liked to be out in the woods by himself and and and, and whatever. Yeah, a lot of hundreds. Maybe, of maybe, maybe he had had a a hostile environment back home. I don't know, but uh, somebody's." Some of these women are tough to live with. Maybe just get away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I just, I'm not assuming anything. But anyways, Miles was Miles, and he appreciated it, it, it to be, be with, with himself out there in the woods. He liked the solitude. Yep. I heard, does he live in Wisconsin now? Or? Yep. That, yeah. That's what I heard. And Yeah. Yeah, we don't hear about him anymore. Like yeah, he that. hold the record at, at, at one time for a, uh, in in America for a, a largest amount of Pope and young deer. Yeah. Wow, that's oh, impressive. Man. I think his, uh, yeah, he has. He is a pretty amazing archer, that's for darn sure. I wish he would write a book because I'd like to read that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, it would, but he, he won't do it. He's, but what a wonderful, boy, that's what you remember about uh, about business, not the money and not all those things. The people and the fun you had, those are the stories. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've been keeping busy. It's been quite a run for you. What have we got here? There's Miles. Bowhunter Hall of Fame, Miles Keller. Bowhunter showing excellence in the field of bowhunting. 
trophy whitetail deer. Yeah. And and you know, Miles is what what I consider cowboy values. I want to be people who have cowboy values. When you shake your hand, you're not, you know that's it. You know. Well, you're talking to two guys. That, I know. Uh, know the cowboy values, and uh, we uh, have read the cowboy Bible. And uh, what is it we had on the wall at the Hog's Breath? The cowboy code. The cowboy code. Well, yeah. I'll quote that for us. I, I told you, Tom, I don't have it memorized, but we can find it. Tom, or uh, Kyle, see if you can find the cowboy code. It's or the cowboy commandments. It's the ten rules to live yep. by, basically. The cowboy the commandments. Cowboy, cowboy belief system. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, I wish we could get. Yeah, we need to get, get back to that for sure I as a nation. I don't know Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's the key. How do you get back to something that was uh, of such great value mm-hmm. in uh, this day and age? Boy, that's, that's a, a topic of conversation that could go on and on we, and on. We, we don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, but, you're an inventor, and I know you've uh, I've seen other products that you've put out there. Um, is there anything special that you'd like to share with the listeners that you're well, working what else on? Did, yeah, what else did you work on other than Scent Shield? Because I'm well, more curious now. I, I, I've had, I had a, I, I'm a horse guy, and because I, I used to play polo at one time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, except for tying it's up. It's horse hockey, for those people that yeah. don't know. Yeah, I, exactly. And, and uh, did work. And, but it's fun, to, you know, to develop. And, but, but you get to a point where you have to be pretty stupid to know that it's not going to work and you have to give up, or if you do it. I, I um, am the type of guy that needs uh, to keep my mind going on something different, you know, and yeah. and, and I see things other, uh, you know, well, well, God made me weird, and you just have to face the You fact. ain't weird, you're a little weird. But, but But anyways... I, I've I developed a, a pro- product uh, that uh, will help people prevent them from having back pain, and that's a big market. And my goodness, I, I feel if if we could uh, come up with, with 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 a product that makes sense. In other words, they they do a, this is an exercise, and what it does is strengthen the multifidus muscle in the back area, your lumbar area. And it has been a proven fact that that 80% of the back pain is caused by a weak multifidus. Hmm. And if you have a weak multifidus, the the vertebrae is all over the place. It isn't straight where it should be. It's all and 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 rubs against the 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 nerve branches that that feed into the sciatica nerve, the big one. Down. Down here. So, anyways, you have this, this this pain, and if you could keep these vertebrae or these bones straight instead of collapsing, there's a good possibility that 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 you won't have this pain. Hmm. And and what it is is an exercise that fits on a chair. You go back and forth, and uh, whatever. And I I don't have the final uh, product, but. I, I had enough encouragement that I think there is something to it. Well, if you can help back pain, oh, my yeah. gosh. Talk about hitting a home run. Yeah. It's a big problem in the U.S. I mean, every in hunter world. in the world would like to be invisible, uh, have their scent invisible to animals, but 
like you said, I don't know what the percentage is of people, but everyone seems like it's tweaked their back. I know a lot of contractors, a lot of cement guys have horrible back pain. Yep. And whether you're a gardener or whatever it is you're doing, um, boy, a lot of people have certainly hurt their back. And if they haven't yet, they're probably going to. Yep. Because that make, if you have a weak multifidus, that's true. It's so true. That's a, that's a goofy muscle. It's a short little guy, and, and he's right in, in, in the lumbar area. And he is hard to get at because you have your big muscles like your glutes and, and, and other big muscles. When you go like this, you're not using it. You're using the big muscles. So what happens that it becomes weaker and weaker, and then fatty tissue takes over, and the big, the big question, how do you get to this multifidus? Yeah. And that is what this machine does. Gives Isolate, you, uh, like isolates it? Isolates it. Under pressure, we have a thing that you under pressure and you exercise the multifidus to a point where it becomes strong enough to keep the vertebrae from rubbing up against the nerves. Yeah, fantastic. Sounds Pain relief now, is it, good. It, yeah, you it, explained that well. I think Did I? That, yeah. yeah, it's very technical. Yeah. Oh. But you explained it so anyone could understand it. Well, what we're, we're going to do here quick is I think we're going to take a little break. And uh, when we come back from the break, I'd like to ask you a little bit more about some of the adventures that you had with Scent Shield. We can talk a little bit more about maybe some, oh. of the, some of the shows that you went to, some of the people that you met, maybe some other adventures and fun stories you can share with us about the Scent Shield and wrap our hunting uh, audience back in. And so stick around, Bill, and of course, TK, and folks, we will be right back after the break. Boots and Backstraps is proudly brought to you by Homes by Shane. Making your move with the Homes by Shane team means an unparalleled customer service experience. That level of service is the foundation of this REMAX results referral-based business. Our driven team of experts communicate with their clients every step of the way ensuring a memorable experience from the first conversation through your closing day. Go to homesbyshane.com for more information. Let's get you home. If you would like to sponsor the Boots and Backstraps podcast or you have an interest in joining our team, send us an email to bootsandbackstrapspodcast at gmail.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Boots and Backstraps. And uh, we will intro right into, as Killer Kyle found us, that cowboy code. There was several different variations on the internet, but I like the Gene Autry version. You can see here, Bill. What a life that man oh, had. Wow. So I will read these 10 cowboy code um, rules. The first one says cowboy must, the cowboy must never shoot first, hit a smaller man, or take an unfair advantage. Number two, he must never go back on his word or trust, or a trust confided in him. If I could read, that'd be really helpful. Uh, number three, he must always tell the truth. Number four, he must be gentle with children, the elderly, and animals, which is why I'm so nice to Tom. <laughs> you calling me an animal? I was going to say, which one is he? Yeah. He's the last two. Number five, he must not advocate or possess racially or religiously intolerant ideas. Number six, he must help in people in distress. Mm -hmm. Number seven, he must be a good worker. Number eight, he must keep himself clean in thought, speech, action, and personal habits. Wash those armpits there, TK. Mm -hmm. 
Number nine, he must respect women, parents, and the, uh, his nation's laws. I'm going to say the nation's laws. And number 10, the cowboy is a patriot. Yeah. Don't you wish we could go back to that lifestyle? Wow. <clears throat> yes, I do, with warp speed. Bill, I know you're an old cowboy. I know that you used to go up to the Calgary Stampede, the Cheyenne mm-hmm. Frontier Days. And I think there's another one you're going over to by Augusta, Montana, place where I've hunted elk. Um, tell us about the, those shows, and because I know you're an old horse guy. I know yeah, you I used am. To play polo uh, and and, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm to get into a horse's mind is is really something, and and and, and they're so much different than dogs. A dog, when it looks at a human, it looks at it with love. They, they're, they're just they're, Love, period. They, dogs love. Unless Ho- you're the mailman. Horse. <laughs> horses look inside you. If if you're a little bit nervous around a horse, he'll pick up your nervousness, nervousness and he'll figure, if you're nervous, I have to be nervous because there's something out there, a predator is, is, is going to get me. Yeah. And, and, and horses are all about self-preservation. And 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 the cat, they just look at you and walk away. They're independent. Yeah. So so uh, that that's the mindset of horses. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about primarily cats. independent, indifferent. Oh yeah. I'm not a cat person. I just think they lay around and lick their butts all the time. Yeah. I don't think any of us are cat people. Shane's and jealous. Forgive us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't have that kind of flexibility anymore. <laughs> Forgive us, uh, all of you cat lovers out there. Yeah. Ever since I lost that flexibility, my breath has improved dramatically. I yeah. don't know if the two are linked in any way, but <laughs> yeah, it could be one of those things. Your breath has improved as well. But what I like <laughs> like to do uh, after the rodeos and things like this and, and whatever, and I've been to Montana, I feel like Cheyenne Frontier Days. Now, there is really some. That's it, the granddad of rodeos, all, isn't it? Uh, Cheyenne Frontier Days, it's a whole week, and the whole town is shut down, and if never been here. But there's one that I've been going uh, through. It, uh, it is, it's in Augusta, Montana. It's right before the Bob Marshall Wilderness. And, and, and then before, they just have a one-day rodeo. But, but uh, before and during the week a little bit, you, you'll go into these bars and, and you talk to some of these cowboys that are around there. And for me, it's fun uh, because, you know, when they say something, they mean it. Oh, yeah. And then one thing that I found out, don't pick a fight out with any of them. They are the toughest darn people. Oh, oh boy. Even skin, Oh, you just don't. So even if you want to fight, don't. No, 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 no. You're, you're not messing around. If you're going out west and you're going to hang out with the oh. real cowboys, you know, they yeah. are tough as nails. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'll tell you a quick story. I was in. Uh, the first time I ever went out west, I was in Wyoming. We were out of Gillette, and we were mule deer and antelope hunting. And this is back in the 70s. And, you know, being a disc jockey and doing what I do, I like to talk to people and I like to socialize. I was waiting for my pals to meet at this uh, bar that I was in because uh, they were hunting in a different area. And I was being served i was having a shot of blackberry brandy which was kind of a thing back then and 
a guy next to me says, you might want to think about leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, why? He says, you see that guy walking towards you with his pistol out? He says, that bartender is his girlfriend. He doesn't like that you're talking to her. And I wasn't flirting with her. I was just. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You well, weren't flirting with the bartender. I have a very, had a very flirtatious nature. So maybe I thought I wasn't. But okay. I'm telling you, and I'm telling you. Through the you, filter of Tom, there was no flirtation. I'm telling you the honest <laughs> no. truth. This guy's walking from one end of the bar towards me. And he had a pistol in one hand, and he had a big old boy knife in the other. And he's staring at me, and I'm like, well, you don't have to tell me twice. I threw my shot down, and I walked out the door, and fortunately my friends were just pulling in. I said, I think we're going to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a true story. It might sound very fictitious, but uh, my first experience out west, and uh, I learned right away. Keep your yapper shut. Yep. <laughs> it's not like Vale. <laughs> the Wild or West. Or Aspen. Right. Uh, right, right. The Wild West. Yeah. So, Bill, when you um, started getting in with the hunting crowd with Scent Shield, obviously the reception was great. People were excited about it. You mentioned that they were lining up at all the shows and yep. even getting into some physical altercations to get the product. What were some other like fond memories that you had of shows that you attended or maybe people that you met? Well, I, I, I'll, ne I'll never forget one guy uh, uh, came up there and, and, you know, I had my, my little strip of cardboard and I was going to put, you know, whatever. And he thought he was another guy, but, but this guy was, was overweight, you, you know, whatever. So I'm giving him my very best presentation and um, at least I thought it was pretty good, and but I know I wasn't. He wasn't buying anything. I I was saying so. And, Did you go to your so, three so, questions? So, what's what's that? Did you go to the three questions? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I I no. I, no. And I uh, right in the middle of it, I said, "Now, I know I did, this is not registered. Well, what do you use?" He says, "I use skunk." I says, "Well, wonderful. Uh, well, how, how do you use it?" I thought, you know, you put it outside. No, he he says he puts it right on him. Okay. He puts it on his oh, shoes. Bottom of your shoes. And shoe, shoe, and and uh, 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 I, I said, well, what does your wife say when you walk in the, in the house smelling like a skunk? And he said, who gives a shit what that old bitch <laughs> thinks? Uh -huh. Boy, can, can, can you imagine what wow. kind of manager? Yeah, that that. Was not a match. You know, you weren't going think. too far with this clown. Wow. Uh, but anyways, that that was one of the. So, but he clearly didn't buy anything then. Oh no, he didn't buy anything. But but I I can imagine his home life was not the best. <laughs> and uh, imagine having the whole smell, have the whole house smell like a skunk. Yeah. Because and you know, there's a thought back then. You know, I use fox urine a lot. But you know he still does. You, it's actually his deodorant. <laughs> if you uh, if you use skunk scent, typically skunks don't spray unless they're in danger or That's feel right. they're in danger. So I, there was this philosophy <laughs> that well, if deer smell the skunk scent, then maybe there's danger around, or and maybe that's convoluted. I don't know, but there was a thought about that and. I didn't like putting, I think I put skunk scent on once and that was it. 
because I care about what my bride thinks. But that was yes. before I got married. Blah, 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 blah. Where was the, your favorite place to travel when you did these shows? Was there a, a particular expo or a particular trade show you'd look forward to each year to get to go in and... Well, uh, uh, I've... Uh... The shot show, of course, was was always a, That's always a big the one. But but it got so big. Oh my goodness! It's got now. I think it's, it takes almost a week to go to it, and 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 the the, the only place you could have it is in Vegas. And the biggest because, you know, the biggest yeah. convention halls like Las Vegas. Yeah, are the only place you can have the shot show. Yeah, anymore. it's it's. Uh, there's only a like three or four. Places. What do they call it? The shot show. S H O T stands for it's an acronym. And Killer Kyle, would you please pull up the shot show and explain to us what the acronym is? Because I don't remember shooting, um, shooting, hunting, outdoor trade show. Giddy up! But but there shot is a beautiful name for it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a great yeah. show. And the ATA yeah. show is archery. Uh, Archery Trade Association, I believe, uh, the ATA show. So the ATA for archery is the biggest. Yep. And when I went to the last one, it was in Louisville, Kentucky, because it's a monster hall yeah. convention center. And then they did it. Did in you have Indiana. a hot brown while you were in Kentucky? A what? Hot brown. A hot brown. Yep. Famous well, in Louisville. Well, Louisville, you know the three things Louisville are famous for? The Louisville Slugger. Right. The Kentucky Derby. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali's from Louisville? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now, what's the Louisville Brown? Hot Brown. Hot Brown. Is that a hot dog? No, hot. <laughs> Kyle, see if you can find a picture of a hot brown. It's a... Yeah, Kyle working today. It's like a lunch or supper dish that is famous at a, a in Louisville. That's where it's from. But it's anyone that's from Kentucky knows about the hot brown. Hmm. So I've got friends that are from there that are always like, "You got to have a hot brown." So I've, you can get them recreated up here, and they're not quite as good. But is it like a hot dish? Uh, no, it's like a <laughs> beef and gravy and tater and oh. Kyle will find it here. I think they sell those at the fair now. Yeah, probably on a stick. <laughs> yeah, uh, hot brown on a stick. So anyway, these conventions have gotten so huge. The shot show used to move around, like you went to one in Texas. And, Texas. And, and uh, I think Atlanta it, and other places. But sure. I think you're right. I think the only place they have it now is Las Vegas. Yeah, it's... it's uh, and I'm not positive about that, but I'm pretty sure. Because that is a huge show. But, but you know, to, to, to answer your question and, and have a... Put a fun spin on it. I, I, the, 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 we, 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 we had a kind of wildlife show here, right here in Minneapolis. And uh, there were quite a few guys have their boots. And there were so many different guys had a booth with their heart and soul into the product they had. Right, and, right. And, and, and God, it was, was fun meeting those guys and helping them out the best you can. And there was a lot of, of, of camaraderie. Camaraderie, yeah. Uh, to, to all those guys. And, and, uh, Oh, there, there, there's a couple guys that, that like to drink a little bit behind. The I don't know thing. what you mean. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. It's a show of hands. It, it was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> kind, kind, kind of, kind, kind of fun. Uh, 
but but not now is it's 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 big and it's all about money and oh yeah and uh very commercial and, yeah yeah and, and you, you don't you don't have that cowboy twist to it you know yeah it, it, it's just uh yeah when you were doing these shows was miles like a spokesperson for you no did you ever have a? Oh, oh he he p- did put on on a, a couple seminars, you know, and whatever, and he was good at it. Yeah. But son of a gun, uh, he 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 didn't. Uh, it, it wasn't his forte. Did you ever have any celebrity spokespeople that would help you promote? Oh, one time I had Bud Grant uh, come come with oh, you're me. Kidding me. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to know Bud Grant through, through uh, some some other personal friends I had around that. Do you still know him now? Oh yeah, right. And and, and he, he used to. I'd look forward to it. Uh, we 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 had breakfast every morning, and and then he was supposed to hang around uh, the booth a little bit, uh, but but he never. He was always out uh, doing things and went out and uh, to find out what other products that were out there and. Yeah, his time was pretty much in high demand. Yeah, oh gosh, and and he he is really a hunter. He loves oh, yeah. it, and uh, God, it was fun talking to him. And uh, and uh, he he he's Bud Grant, that's for There's sure. Your... I, I was privileged to get to know him on a personal basis. Well, that's one that's got cheese on it. Typically in Louisville, they put gravy on it. Or is that hollandaise, maybe? It looks like cheese. Wow. Looks like I'm hungry. What about Paul Krause? You used to hang in with Paul Krause a little bit, the old football player. No, I, player. I've, I've, I've done no? that. No? Yeah, 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 Stu Voigt, of course. Stu Voigt, that's yeah, what yeah, I was thinking was, of. Was, I'm sorry. Uh, was a guy, and Tommy Kramer. Yeah. yeah. Tommy, he's still a big deal. He's, yeah. He's, he's still doing quite a bit in the local community. Yeah. He he, he lives in, 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 in fact, he lives up here in Lionel Lakes uh, somewhere as a, oh, does he? a friend. Yeah. We used to do some events in St. Louis Park, and he'd come in there and yeah. have a few bumps and walk around, shake a few hands, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Robinson Outdoor Products. Yeah. That was uh, an amazing uh I guess let's go right to the very, what made you even think of doing that? I mean, what made you think of creating a product that would eliminate human odor? I mean, well, other than deodorant. When, when I was, was working, it's called Filman Heart Laboratories. I, <coughs> excuse me, I, I, I headed up the veterinary division and, and the pet division, and, and, and they had a formulation uh for 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 taking care of these malodors, oh yeah yeah, and and then what I did when I bought the company, I've I've uh, took all the ingredients that had a smell in that original product and came up with uh, uh, with Sunshield, looking for a market, right? Looking for a market because so they had the some product smell. and then yeah. looked for the market. Yeah, looking yeah. for and and of all the markets. The, the the obvious one was uh, the hunting market, but specifically uh, the the archery market, right? The, the right. bow hunting market. Yeah, I'm surprised those first people that you saw at the shot show in Texas didn't just jump on it. I mean, no. As an archer and as passionate as we are, and well, I guess you know scent control and and 
people just used to play the wind, and quite frankly, they just used to roll the dice quite a bit and just yeah. wherever the wind blows, it wind blows, and if they wind us, you know, tough luck. But I don't think they really uh, calculated their ascent, you know, because quite frankly, they didn't use camouflage either. They used to wear uh, blue jeans and a uh, plaid shirt. And I've actually killed animals doing that. <laughs> Don't you feel like as the where, technology where got better? That, that the industry is going to go from here now, for, from where we are today. Well, it's clearly future. it's flooded right now with as many different products, how many different brands there are. And it, all the brands are competing for who can come up with the next way to utilize well, the well, scent Ozonics, elimination. Well, I think, has done that. Yeah, Ozonix has, has revolutionized the industry now. Yep. With who, their who stuff. Is? Ozonix. Oh, the Ozonic, yeah. I, I, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, they're actually operated on batteries, and it's, it's a, a machine. Unit, so you know it about that big, and it, yeah, they put it in a tree, and it floods the air around you with ozone and eliminates your odor, and and they make them so that you can put them in a a bag, put your clothes or boots or whatever right. in this bag, turn the machine on, and it eliminates the scent from your stuff. They make a hanging sort of like storage locker where you can put stuff in there, turn the machine on, eliminates all the scent out of there. They make one for a giant Tupperware, essentially, tub. Yep. That you just flip it on, put stuff in there, eliminates the scent. I remember when people uh, but There's no have spray application for that. It's just this Ozonics machine. I had a friend who smoked, and she had one before Ozonics came along, but she had an ozone machine in her home because she was a smoker. Yeah. And she ran that. And when you'd walk into her home, it smelled really fresh in there. You would never know that she smoked. Hmm. Yeah, we actually recommend now in real estate when people are trying to sell their homes, I hmm. would if they were smokers or they had a pet where there's a strong cat litter smell or something right, to that right. effect, I'll recommend that they rent an ozone, an ozone machine for a few days right, to right. eliminate all that odor in the house. Yep. Harder yep. to sell the house with it stinking. That's right. What nobody else you want, got for us, Bill? Nobody wants a stinky house. <laughs> well, well, I, I have a couple of theories about all that. You know, like like uh, smoke and things. I don't think a deer is is uh, really, really uh, creates that that much fear no. as opposed to human scent. I agree. That, and there are some there are some guys chew tobacco and smoke and <coughs> excuse me. And, and do everything, and, and they get deer and everything, and there are some guys are there. But human scent, I, I yeah. think. That rings the alarm. Do you know what I, I, I think is something that, that should, should should be investigated? Do you know there, there are the, these natural oils, you know, and, and, and whatever, and, and they have a, an effect on the mind and, and to, to her calmness and everything else. And I, I think there are some people who are, who are investigated in more. And if, if I, I think if I was going to investigate it, I, I, I wouldn't investigate that area because there are and a combination that you can take the fear out, out of people, maybe deer. It, it, it's a, it, it's, it's, well, quite frankly, you know, there is a product, and it's called Evercalm. Yeah, ever come? Uh, yeah, and they rub it on their boots and they rub yep. it on the branches, and I think uh, they're probably. Can I give that exact- to my three-year-old so he goes to bed at it? 
in a timely hour at night. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's amazing. As soon as you get to that late hour, it's time for bed, and all of a sudden he gets all this energy out of nowhere, and he's jumping off all the furniture. I'm like, that'd be great for him. I'm, I'm like that too. Are you? Yeah. Right before bed, it's like this energy. It's like a second wave of energy out of nowhere. I'm like, it's time for bed, little man. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Rub a little Evercalm on the bottom of your... Evercalm. I thought about the phone book thing, just a little, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wife won't let me do it. We've got a question coming in from Danny. Go ahead again, Danny. What is the best advice that you've ever received from a mentor or a teacher? This is one of the emails that came in from Sandy. What's the best advice we've ever gotten from a mentor? A mentor or a teacher. So that could be hunting, that could be life, it could be whatever. Oh, wow. Don't we're eat getting, the yellow snow? If we're going to get philosophical, let's not ask Shane. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is the best advice that I've ever given you? <laughs> the best advice you've ever given me? Oh, boy. As one of your mentors. Um. You dropped a lot of nuggets on me, so I had to like narrow it down to something. I think maybe uh, it's something that we both share in common, and uh, that's our Christian faith. I think do that unto would others, be you'd one. have them do unto you. I think our Christian faith is a, a big, big deal to Bill and to you and to myself. Mm-hmm. I know that's for sure. Yeah, because I've spent a number of hours in church with Bill and with you, and. Uh, well, first and foremost, if you're going to talk about somebody, what has somebody said to me, that would be the number one. You know, find your peace and find your way of life uh, through Jesus. And when it comes to hunting, enjoy the beauty of it and be careful. And I guess another th- nugget that was dropped on me was. Uh, play it forward you know and i am and it's really fun to bring young people into the world of hunting and the outdoors and uh i know you're a little bit older but i remember taking you on your first couple hunting trips Mm -hmm. you you were like a sponge and your eyes were wide open and it's as a mentor it's so fun to see that i don't have to kill another animal for the rest of my life but i'm still going to hunt just as much as I always have, just to be out there. And if I can bring some, you know, like this spring, I'm going to bring some young guys turkey hunting with me. If I can see them harvest the animal, that's just as cool as it is as, as if I harvest it myself. Agreed. And I know there's a lot of people that feel the same way. You know, you run the gamut, and now it's time to pass it for, or pass it on. I totally agreed. So I hope that answered uh that young lady's question. Well, folks, it's been a fun uh, ride with you today for boots and backstraps. Don't forget if you've got questions like Sandy did to send those into boots and backs podcast <coughs> at gmail.com. And we will uh, feature some of those questions on future episodes. And also please don't forget to like share and subscribe to this podcast on the platform that you're either viewing it or listening to it on. And uh, we will be back again soon to share more fun stories, TK. I'm sure glad we uh, came through today with another one of our colorful guests. And mm-hmm. Bill, you've been, a, you've been a blessing to have with us here today. I don't even know if you realize what an impact, what a huge impact you personally have made 
on the world of hunting. The whole hunting industry is owes you a, a debt of thank you because agreed. You have brought more game animals way closer to people and allowed them to harvest them than any single product that I can think of. I think even more so than camouflage. So wow. what a treat it is to be your friend. And uh, we're going to continue uh, having dialogue with you and uh, maybe work with you on your new product that you're, uh, everybody wants to cure back pain. And if you can pull that one off, <laughs> wow, I'd like to be involved with that deal. So uh, next week we'll have another very colorful guest here on Boots and Backstraps. On behalf of Bill and Shane, I'd like to close with uh, whether you're belting out your favorite country song or pursuing your favorite game animal, I encourage you to use that same passion to pursue the Lord. He will teach you to shoot straight. Thanks for viewing us this week, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Come on now. Honey's on, looking for backstraps Way deep in the woods Tracking in a swamp to a hayfield Under the harvest moon When the tags are filled It's time to switch up our boots Head down to the honky-tonk Get us a swing dance or two We're talking about boots and backstraps